Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Press This WordPress community podcast here on Cranberry Radio. I'm your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. Just a reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, you can subscribe on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and of course, as always, you can download the latest episode and past episodes at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash press this. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, and that is PHP 7. And joining us for today's show is co-host Stephen Word. Stephen, welcome to Press This. Thank you very much, David. It's good to be here again. So uh, for those of you that don't know Stephen, he's a pretty popular character in the WordPress community. I don't know if character is the right word you want me to use there, Stephen. Uh, we'll go with it. It's fine for now. All right. All right. All right. He's a WordPress core contributor. If you've seen him around, he helps contribute code to making the core of WordPress better. And uh, he works with me here at WP Engine as part of our uh, leading our WordPress solutions program where we work with uh, plugins and themes and people like that to help make their solutions work better on our platform. So he's a developer, but he's really in tune with the business needs that WordPress helps address. And so he's a really good person, I think, to, to dive in here to this discussion about PHP 7. But generally what we're going to be talking about is basically how not to get stuck in the WordPress slow lane. What does PHP versioning mean to WordPress? Why is it important? And what can you do with your PHP versioning to make sure that your site's set up for success? Um, back in 2015, in December of 2015, there was a major release to the version of PHP. Prior to that, the latest version, of, help me if I'm not uh, mistaken, Stephen, it was 5.6, right? Correct. 
Yeah, so the, the previous version before the big release of PHP 7 was 5.6. So it, it jumped two whole version numbers, which should be a sign that something significant changed. And, you know, something that happened in December of 2015, you would think, geez, that's old news. Why are we talking about that now here in 2017? Well, the reason is most sites still have not switched to the latest version of PHP. And that's actually super important because with the latest version of PHP, now PHP 7, there is a significant speed improvement versus previous versions. So it's uh, PHP itself is more efficient at processing the code and the things that your PHP files are doing. And so if you're on an older version of PHP, 5.4, 5.6, or you know, God forbid, even earlier than that, your site's going to be a lot slower than a site that's on PHP 7. And in WP Engine's case, we see customers nearly double site speed a lot of times yeah. just by upgrading to PHP 7. Um, another important thing to consider is security. Um, just like with the software of like plugins you might install on your site, or uh, if everybody remembers WannaCry, uh, WannaCry took advantage of security vulnerabilities in what's called deprecated versions, in that case of Windows XP. And what that means is that Windows, without you paying them extra money, wasn't patching vulnerabilities in XP. And so if you were running this old version of it, this deprecated version, then uh, in the case of WannaCry, they could take advantage of that and essentially encrypt and lock all of your files. PHP also has this kind of support and, and again, this deprecation. And so the PHP uh, open source community stops patching vulnerabilities before certain versions. And so in the case of PHP uh, 7, they're patching those vulnerabilities and technically, um, PHP, the open source community, is not patching versions before PHP 7. We're going to talk more about that in today's episode. Um, but there's, I think the general gist to think about here is that your version of PHP you're running on your WordPress site is important for speed and it's also important for security. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today is basically how not to get stuck in the WordPress slow lane and make sure you have an edge above your competitors. So let's go ahead and dive into it because, you know, I have uh, a lot of experience with PHP 7. I've participated a lot in the community drive to get people up, updated. And, you know, Stephen and I, we've, we've chatted a, a bit about this back and forth. But I really want to kind of dive in together and, and make sure that I fully understood it uh, as well as, you know, obviously share with, with, with you in the audience, um, you know, the, the things that are important and why things matter and how things work. So, Stephen... You know, PHP 7, I, I said earlier, it makes your site faster. Um, you know, we've uh, seen customers have doubled site speed just by moving to PHP 7. Why is it faster? May not the, the nitty gritty like code details, but just from a high level, like what makes PHP 7 faster than older versions? Um, and it basically comes down to the core of the <clears throat> PHP engine. Um, it's just a lot more efficient. Um, basically, what happened was. Um, PHP uh, at 5.6 had been um, in a somewhat stagnant state. It wasn't seeing um, a lot of transformative updates or uh, performance improvements. Um, just a little bit before PHP 7 uh, started <clears throat> really getting momentum, uh, Facebook had released um, a PHP alternative called HHVM. Um, and this really, really sparked the movement and uh, kind of kicked the rear of the PHP team, so to speak. Um, because with um, through like a virtual machine um, and just-in-time compiling, Facebook was able to get um, two to three x improvements using HHVM over 
uh, PHP 5.6. Um, you know, Facebook actually represents one of the largest PHP projects probably out there. Um, you know, and that's almost a testament to saying that, yeah, PHP obviously can scale. Um, but, you know, it was in their best interest to also um, try to optimize and improve that. Um, and what happened was um, you have a lot of people historically uh, using PHP. That's what most people were familiar with. Um, so the project itself um, basically had this kind of a revolutionary uh, moment where they just leapfrogged. Um, and, you know, HHVM and uh, PHP 7 um, performed just about the same. Uh, but you have that as history behind PHP. People are familiar with it. Um, and it ultimately seemed to be dominant. And of course, from a WordPress perspective, PHP is pretty important, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, the project you know originally started uh, 2003. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, mostly a PHP code base. We're seeing a lot more JavaScript these days, um, but still, for anything server side, I mean, that is the background of, or I'm sorry, the backbone of the WordPress project. So, for those people not familiar with, you know, language. And, and the impact of that, obviously, with the with the release of PHP seven, the syntax changed a little bit. I'm guessing the commands and thing, things related itself updated. But does that mean if I have a site that was written in PHP five point six that it won't work if I'm hosted in a PHP seven server? Like, is is it is it that it's it's one or the other, or or does my old PHP still work in PHP seven environments? Um, most of your 5.6 or PHP 5.6 code um, should run as expected. You'll pretty much have an easy transition there. Um, where you do get into areas of concern is with versions that predate that. Um, WordPress specifically deprecated uh, PHP 4 style constructors. So if you have a plugin that was authored, um, you know, upwards of you know several years ago, let's say 10 or so, um, it's quite likely that it may not be compatible. So you'll definitely want to check. Um, through some tooling we'll introduce you to here later in the show. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we've, we've talked about this, and, and, you know, security, of course, is important, right? You don't want to use a, a deprecated version of software that people aren't updating, but speed is important, too. And, you know, it's interesting for me on more the business and marketing side and the people that I've participated with who've updated their site to PHP 7, and that, that speed is super-duper important. You know, you can lose 7% of your conversion rate with just one additional second of page load time. That's a really big deal. I mean, I can't think of any other thing you can do to your site today that would affect your revenue tomorrow in such a significant way, right? If I'm doubling or, or reducing my page load time by half, and I could expect potentially a 7% lift for every second of page load time I shave off, that's a huge deal to be able to flip a switch essentially and then tomorrow have more sales without generating any traffic at all. Um, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, you know, very rarely in the tech world do we see something that's as easy to implement as upgrading your PHP version with this sort of benefit. Um, you know, to your you know, one second equals 7% loss, um, you know, even gets worse than that. Um, I think there's a statistic around that roughly 40% of visitors will abandon the site completely if they don't get a load in three seconds. So if you could drive that down in half, um, yeah, your audience grows like not exponentially, but significantly. Well, like if you were going from like five to two or six to three, like you're right, it could have an even bigger impact than that 7% number. You know, Google even factors that into their search algorithm uh, these days. You know, the faster your site loads, um, the higher you'll rank. That is a sticky topic. That's probably a topic for another time, how deep that goes. But yeah, Google uses um, page speed in their ranking algorithm, and especially in mobile. And I've even seen signs and videos with Matt Cutts where he's even talked about 
even personalized search results, taking into account locality, right? What is the page speed from this neighborhood? What search results should we show based on that? And of course, it's not the only thing that of course they use to factor in those rankings, but page speed can not only have an impact from the people already coming to your site and whether or not they're giving you money, but also from your exposure through Google. Facebook actually also introduced this recently into their algorithm for the newsfeed. So it's even having an impact on social now. So super duper important. Um, we're gonna get more, we're gonna get back here in a, in a minute, talk more about PHP 7 and PHP versioning. Um, we're gonna take a break, we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. Let's press forward with more Press This only on Cranberry.fm. All right, everybody, welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. Again, I'm your host, David Vogelpohl. We've been talking about PHP 7 versioning and how it can make your site faster and more secure and all the things you need to think about. We're going to jump right back in. We're here with co-host Stephen Word. So, Stephen, we've been talking about you know PHP versioning and what it is and why it matters, the fact that page speed can improve your conversion rates. That makes it important. SEO, even social ranking these days. So important. Um, so let me ask you this question. If PHP 7 is the not deprecated version of PHP and we've got PHP 5.6, which is deprecated and commonly used, and PHP 5.4, which is also somewhat commonly used, does that mean that 5.6 and 5.4 are totally insecure versions of PHP? Um, so between 5.4 and 5.6, I actually have a different answer for you on that. Um, so the PHP project itself has said that they will continue to issue security releases against 5.6 for, um, I believe it's till the end of 2018. Um, so you've got about a year. Um, they have already begun uh, 
or they've already issued a stance that they will not uh, backport security issues for anything prior to that. So if you're on 5.4, which is still very popular um, in the hosting space, um, you will not get the uh, latest updates. Um, so you are gradually getting towards a more insecure state all the time. So even though this was PHP 7 was released in December 2015 with this looming deadline for PHP 5.6 um, security uh, patches essentially for um, from the PHP uh, open source group, then this actually is super timely, right? Because your clock is ticking here by the end of the year in a sense. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the in my opinion, the best thing you could do would be to um, upgrade to PHP 7. Um, you know, as early as possible. You're ensuring uh, the future and security. Um, you have a lot more eyes on the project at this point, and you know you have uh, a guarantee that if you're with modern versions, that you have um, the most up-to-date and most likely to be resolved in a short amount of time uh, if one of vulnerability is encountered. That sounds like a great security opinion. You you gave yourself a lot of outs on that one because obviously there's a lot of things that can happen in security, and it's really the responsibility of the site owner to also you know keep track of these things and maintain them. Um, but yeah, it's super duper important. Um, so, you know, it's kind of funny as I heard you talk there, Stephen, I, I, I kind of felt, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but I kind of felt like you were channeling Yoast a lock. And for those of you who don't know who Yoast is, he makes the Yoast SEO plugin, which is pretty popular. I'm sure you've heard of that. And it's kind of funny because within the last 12 months or so, Yoast, and he was actually the previous host of the show, actually, um, but he, uh, he's been on this really big kick about getting people to move their sites to PHP 7. And you know, getting to know Yoast, he's a partner of WP Engine. You know, known him from around the way. Um, it's it's really interesting to hear his motivation because I think part of it is certainly this kind of push for security, but there's also a little bit of, and I don't mean to use it in a negative way, but there's also a little bit of selfish motivation for him as well, and and that actually has to do with plugin support. It's much harder for plugin providers for, uh, like Yoast or other plugin providers to provide support for further and further backwards compatible versions of PHP. As a matter of fact, the number of support tickets that these people get um, for customers on older versions with errors and conflicts is actually much greater for older versions of PHP. So if you think about it for a minute, like from the product developer's perspective, you know, it's obviously important for them to encourage customers to upgrade to the latest version because that's less problematic customers they have to deal with. Now, also to use that kind of selfish term for a minute, I think from all of our perspectives as users or possibly developers, um, that's important to us too, right? Those same errors, those same problems are things that affect our uptime, our availability. So you have people like Yoast who are really pushing this in the community. I mean, Yoast, uh, something like percent of the sites on WP Engine use Yoast. Um, that's a huge number. Now, of course, our company focuses on higher end sites. Maybe that's a higher percentage than the rest of the web. You got to imagine it's not that far off. And so Yoast has this huge community of people using its plugins. And what he started doing, and he actually encouraged other plugin providers to do this as well, is actually surface error messages inside of WordPress for people running his plugin to encourage them to upgrade to their version of PHP. And for a lot of DIYers, Versioning of PHP is might as well be, you know, um, a foreign language. They have no idea. They didn't even know this existed. And now, now people like Yoast are surfacing. Oh, we need to upgrade to PHP seven and you know get on a modern version. And so, you you see this impacting not just from you know platforms, not just from the developers, but also the tool providers who have a, a vested interest in reducing their support tickets and making their customers happy. And of course, from the DIYers' perspective, they also want to be happy, right? They also don't want all these errors popping up.
Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, to borrow, you know, to, to bring up the, the word of selfishness, I think, um, I think I personally view it more as a uh, rising tides, raise all ships type scenario. Um, it's definitely better for him for all the reasons you just outlined. Um, but it's also, um, you know, also encouraging uh, the project as a whole or all open source um, it's a modernization effort. Um, you know, it's it may be beneficial for a plugin provider, uh, but it's also beneficial for the customers. Um, if they're spending less time uh, backporting older versions, supporting older versions, uh, that's more resources and time that they can devote towards being innovative or creating new projects. Um, you know, it's really, really win-win on all sides of the coin as far as I'm concerned. That's a really interesting way to think about that, right? Are you wasting time uh, supporting version 4.x or whatever, or are you spending time being innovative with your product? Uh, that's, a, that's a really good point. Um, okay, so we know it's important. We know that it's important for speed and security and things like that. And, and for a DIYer or someone that didn't really know the whole world of, soft, of language versioning, uh, how could we find out what version of PHP our site is running on? What's what's a way we could do that, Stephen? Um, I mean, the most common version is to uh, check your PHP info. Um, however, uh, many hosts do ban that or don't have access to that through the browser. Um, I think the most effective way would probably be to contact your host. Um, usually that sort of information is exposed. Um, you know, in my favorite DIY tool, though, is the PHP compatibility checker plugin. Uh, actually, so this is a plugin that you can find in the WordPress.org repo. And if you Google or type in the search bar there, uh, PHP compatibility checker, there's a plugin. Uh, WP Engine makes it, but it's free and you don't have to be a customer. Anybody can use it. And it will actually tell you the version of PHP that you're running. And then will allow you to, um, it will allow you to essentially uh, test your website, your WordPress site, to see which version of PHP it's compatible with. And you've had some experience with this, of course, haven't you, Steven? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so the plugin uh, that David mentioned, uh, PHP Compatibility Checker, um, it leverages a uh, non-WordPress specific uh, PHP coding standards library. Um, we've been working with a, a man named Wynn Godin, and he's been uh, very active in keeping um, this project up to date. Um, it's basically a library for PHP code sniffer. Um, it's able to analyze the code. Um, so once you install the plugin, which you can do directly through WP Admin, um, you can test your code, not only um, your proprietary theme code, but basically all the plugins um, in your WordPress installation. Um, and it will give you a report um, telling you if you know there are any uh, known issues, if you're using old deprecated methods, um, and provides you basically two options uh, to either encourage your plugin providers or perhaps to look for a more modernized solution. Now, you kind of touched on something there, and I run this report, right? I've, I've seen this, it's a story, right? Um, you run this report and it kicks you out a list of errors. You, you select PHP 7 and you run the report and it says, well, your site has some errors and it lists them out. And not all those errors are, are necessarily true, right? There's some false positives in there. What, could you explain what false positives are and, and why they would be in this report? Why isn't the plugin perfect at knowing exactly that something is going to break when a site's hosted on a PHP 7 server? Absolutely. So, um, you know, the basic gist of it is is that the PHP compatibility checker is um, code looking at code. Um, so the way that it works is it looks, it has a rule set, uh, it's called linting. Um, and it goes through and it looks at code and basically is looking for patterns that do or do not match. Um, it can check against different functions. Now, unfortunately, a lot of different code styles and variations 
um, and you have to define these rules. Um, luckily, the PHP Compatibility Project has um, very, very active community behind it. Um, so when you do encounter a false positive, which will happen, um, you can open a GitHub pull request mentioning the error, um, and they will resolve it. And it's been very speedy, um, but you know it's a work in progress, uh, like most good things. Yeah, it's kind of funny when I first started getting involved with kind of the community push to get people up leveling their their PHP version. You know, I had a lot of friends who uh, were DIYers, and I was like, "Well, let me let me send them this plugin and, and see what they think and see how it works." And it was kind of funny because you know people would run the plugin and they would get this list of errors. I don't know if anybody here has ever used the W3C compatibility checker, HTML compatibility checker. But if you've been involved with programming HTML on any level, you've probably run across this tool. It's a very popular tool for validating your HTML. Um, and what happens is funny, if you actually run some of the, the W3C org's own websites through the compatibility checker, it kicks up errors. Uh, if you run apple.com through it, it kicks up errors. And it does not really an error, right? It's one of those false positive things where like if it was perfect, it wouldn't have, you know, it have these missing arguments or that missing thing. Um, but it doesn't have to be perfect to actually render in a browser, right? You get these false positive results. And so I remember I would send this uh, tool suggestion to my friends um, who are more DIYers, technical marketer kind of folks. And they would say, okay, I got my list of errors, but I don't know what to do with this, right? I see this particular plugin kicked up an error. Uh, I saw my template file kick up an error. I saw this kick up an error, that kick up an error, but I don't really know what to do with this, right? Should I replace that plugin? Um, should I you know, call a developer to help me with the code to get it compatible? Um, how do I actually fix these things? You know, it's funny. What I what I stopped doing was recommending that they go through the list of errors and try to fix everyone. What I actually started doing was recommending that they actually just take the site as it is, as long as it's a somewhat recent version, 5.6 or something like that, and just installing it on a PHP 7 server. Not not making that your live production version, but just literally installing it and then perform your tests to see if your site is actually functioning, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's an excellent litmus test. I mean, there's uh, one surefire way to see if it works, and that would be to make a copy of it and upgrade to PHP 7 and see if the sky fell on your head. Um, you know, also, I don't view these as necessarily either or approaches. Um, I would recommend actually trying to uh, run your existing site in um, a test environment and then using the PHP compatibility checker um, to maybe paint some context around the results if and when you do encounter a problem. So essentially, running in a P we're going to talk about how to run in a PHP 7 environment because I'm sure a lot of people have no idea even what that means. But, uh, but the suggestion is to uh, essentially try it out in PHP 7, test your site out, see if it's working, and then use the compatibility error report to try to isolate what might be causing things that are broken uh, that you see through your testing. Is that about right? That's exactly right. All right, cool. So we're going to jump right back in after this break. We're going to be covering how to set up a PHP 7 environment, what that means, and uh, what some of your options are, uh, and we'll return right after this break. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. 
Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This only on Cranberry.fm. All right, everybody, welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Cranberry Radio. I'm your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm here with co-host Stephen Word, and we're talking about PHP compatibility, probably the sexiest topic we'll ever talk about here on Press This, um, but super duper important for speed and security. Right before the last break, we were covering uh, the PHP compatibility plugin that you can find on WordPress.org. Um, the fact that it will give you a list of errors in PHP 7 that you can use to help isolate problems that might be uh, caused uh, from moving your site into a PHP 7 environment. And right before the break, we were talking about, well, what does a PHP 7 environment mean, right? Um, I think it's easy for, you know, Stephen, you're in the weeds on development all the time. You, this is second nature to you. Um, it's a fundamental part of my job and something I think about a lot. So for me, it's second nature to know what that means. I think a lot of people don't know what that means and really what to do about it. So maybe you could give us a little window into what, what does it mean to have a PHP 7 environment? And then I'll talk a little bit about, you know, how you can deploy your site there in an environment and, and do your testing. <clears throat> Um, so basically, uh, you know, PHP is the um, executor of your PHP code. Um, I guess that's a little bit redundant. Um, but, you know, in a basic website, you know, you have, a, you know, your infrastructure. And then on that infrastructure, um, you have a series of uh, processes that are different things that are responsible for the running of your website. Um, you have a database. And then PHP is what's actually executing um, the WordPress code. Um, so what does it mean to have a PHP 7 environment? Um, you know, PHP 7 specifically is just the latest um, and most optimized version of this process that renders your site. Um, you know, a lot of uh, hosts have been making a lot of pushes to get uh, modernized. Um, you know, some of the ones that are a little bit more on top of the ball uh, provide PHP 7 environments out of the box. Um, so, you know, largely it's a pretty easy barrier of entry um, for a website owner, small business owner to... Um, you know, make sure their site is running the latest version of PHP, um, and I would start by contacting your host. Yeah, that's a good point, and, and I think the gist of what I understood you said there was that essentially what a PHP 7 environment is, is a PHP 7, a, a server, which has been configured to render or to run PHP 7. So in other words, is it an either or, uh, to your knowledge, that it's an or PHP 5.6? I know a lot of hosts will set it up like that where this, the server does one, not the other. 
Um, I mean, generally, you can actually run uh, different versions of PHP from different locations, but best practice, I would recommend only having one per server. Okay, yeah, and that's that's how we do it here at WP Engine. So I think for a lot of folks, if you think about, if you're not sure, you know, did I did I upgrade my site to PHP 7 back in 2015 when it first came out? Um, you probably didn't. Um, a lot of hosts were actually kind of slow to react to add that to their servers. And then a lot of hosts also would segment it. Right? You would have um, one server running PHP 5.6, for example, and then a different set of servers running PHP 7. So unless you moved your site to a new server in this time frame, um, chances are you probably did not upgrade to PHP 7. And actually, I wish I had the percentages prior to this podcast, but it's a huge percent, millions and millions, tens of millions of WordPress sites out there running on older versions of PHP. So that's millions or even tens of millions of sites that could potentially double their site speed overnight um, just by making this upgrade. So if you didn't move to a new server, chances are you're still on a server running 5.6 or 5.4, or again, uh, God forbid, even earlier versions. Yeah, uh, PHP actually states um, 60% uh, of the sites that they've tested using PHP are actually on a version a 4 or 5.6, which is the last secure Ooh, version. So ouch. it's not just a small number, uh, it's pretty astronomical. Um, and then in addition to that, WordPress has published, um, it's been a little bit since I've read the report, but I think they were saying that only about 5% of WordPress sites last year were on PHP 7. I imagine the number has grown a little bit, but it's still uh, the minority. I think Yoast personally tried to, to, to triple or quadruple that number. I know uh, that's that's been one of his big metric, metrics he follows um, in the efforts to up-level the community. So, um, so then you think for a minute, okay, well, I, I didn't move my server. I probably am on an older version of PHP. How do I get to a newer version of PHP? Well, luckily it's been, um, I guess, nearly two years now since the version seven was released, December 2015, so December 2017 is coming up. Um, so a lot of hosts, of course, had time to upgrade their infrastructure to support PHP 7. So the answer to how do I get my site in a PHP 7 environment actually depends on your host. Um, if you don't know, you can certainly Google or look around their support documentation. If you're a WP Engine customer, you can just chat with support and portal and they'll hook you up to get it um, uh, to get your site copied over to an environment so you can test it. Um, but the main gist is look up on your host site or just reach out to them and say, hey, how can I get my site copied into a PHP 7 environment so I can test it? Notice I didn't say move it to a PHP 7 environment because you need to test it there before you make it your live environment. And each host will have their own process for that. If you have a developer, by the way, and they don't know about the things we've been talking about this in, in this webinar, it might be time to find a new developer. Uh, but, but most people who are um, you know, adequate at that uh, job will know all about this and know exactly what to do. Um, so, but if you're DIYing or if you're running this on your own, uh, reach out to your hosts, have them make a copy of the site, make sure it's all working properly. If it's not, you can use the PHP compatibility plugin to get a list of errors to start to root out what might be the problem. You might have a plugin that was written with five, uh, PHP 5.4 or earlier that you're running on your site uh, that most, you know, WordPress core um, and your theme and everything is still running with P or was written in PHP 7 or 5.6, but you might just have some really old plugin that's causing the problem. It might be a quick fix. You just uninstall that plugin and replace it with something new. Um, but the gist is to ask your host for help with that. So in today's podcast, we basically covered what PHP 7 versioning is, the fact that PHP 7 is the most recent version. It's also the fastest. 
nearly doubling site speed for a lot of sites, especially dynamic sites, that it's more secure and will increasingly be more secure as the PHP community starts to deprecate support for patches from previous versions. Um, we've talked about using the PHP compatibility plugin to get a list of errors, testing on a PHP server to make sure your site's going to behave well, and really why all of this was important. Um, so that really concludes everything. Is there anything you'd like to add, Stephen, while we're at it? Um, contact your host, get on PHP 7. It's the easiest thing you can do for improving your site with low effort. Yeah, potentially doubling your site speed overnight, increasing your conversion rates. It's, it's one of the few opportunities you'll ever have to increase your conversion rates with such little effort and having such a big impact. So don't get stuck in the WordPress slow lane. Update your server or update your host to use PHP 7 hosting. So thanks everybody for listening today. This has been Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Cranberry Radio. Um, tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. And of course, as always, you can download the latest episodes at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash press this. Again, I'm your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.